Welcome to another edition of Salt and Light Arts. I'm your host, Joanne Hoy, and I'm excited to be here today. We are continuing with another series of the history of the arts and God. Last time, we talked about Exodus 25 verses 22 through 30. Let's do a little recap here. At the end of Exodus chapter 24, we find Moses and the elders, they're on top of Mount Sinai. I need to make a correction. It's Mount Sinai. So they're on top of Mount Sinai with God and he provides them with his artistic designs and plan for his worship center, or as we know it, the Tabernacle of Meeting. First, Moses is going to take an offering from the children of Israel as we transfer over to chapter 25 and the materials that are needed to create his artistic furnishing. So we're in chapter 25 and just recapping the materials that are needed for this amazing artistic project that God has in mind of a worship center where the children of Israel are going to worship their God. So chapter 25 again, one through nine, we see that the metals that he needs are gold, silver, and bronze. He needs some thread, yarn. The colors that he needs are blue, purple, scarlet. He needs some fine linen, linen, and he needs some goat hair. It's already an interesting project, as you can tell. Verse 29, verse 25 one through nine continues about uh, the different types of skins that they're going to need from the rams and badgers. He tells them the specific type of wood that he needs, acacia wood, and then the oil for the lamps and spices for the anointing oil. And of course, precious gems, onyx and sapphires and other things that they have. So that kind of gives you just kind of the layout of a wonderful plan that's going to be happening for the for the Ark of the Covenant or the Tabernacle of Meeting. And in verses 10 through 22 of chapter 25, we actually see God design the Ark of the Covenant or the chest that carried the Ten Commandments. We call, he calls them the Ark of Testimony, but we're more familiar with them as the Ten Commandments. In verses 23 through 30 of chapter 25, God gives the plans for the table of showbread. And so there are going to be 12 loaves of bread, which represented the 12 tribes of Israel. So you can see that chapter 25 is really an artistic plan that God is really laying out the furnishings, the things that will be reverent, the things that people will find sacred. Artisans make sacred uh, objects or things that are meaningful to who God is describing, who God is in his way that he presents himself. And so as we are learning early on in Exodus that God has a very creative plan. He includes angels to be created that we've talked about. We're talking about an ark with rings and poles because they're needed to carry the table um, and the ark of the covenant. So 
works, that's just really exciting to me. So we're gonna go on, but before we go on, let's recognize our sponsors and we'll be right back. Experience uniquely crafted gifts, ranging from fragrant candles to artisan jewelry and more. Be the lucky swag bag winner of curated gifts donated by your community of artisan. I'm Shawnee Whitehead. I'm personally inviting you to experience festive Christmas shopping with friends. Join us every weekend through December 23rd, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. We'll be at Sears Shopping Center in Temecula Wine Country. To participate as a vendor or musical guest, contact Shawnee at helloamazingmarkets at hotmail.com. Have a Merry Christmas. Welcome back to Salt and Light Arts Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Joanne Hoy. And today, we will be unpacking Exodus 25 verses 31 through 40 in our Artisan Devotional Series, The History of the Arts and God. So let's take a moment, pause if you need to, and go get your Bible so that we have nothing to uh, keep us from diving in and unpacking this great word. And if you're just now coming on with this series, hey, you know, there's three other series before this one. So go back and check out number one, number two, and then number three. So you're all caught up with this particular series of where we're discussing the golden lamp. And before I go any further, I really want to thank those who've made comments of how this has been helping them really kind of understand uh, the history of the arts and God, that place, that specific type of information that maybe you glossed over when reading it and really hadn't really looked at that this was really an artistic plan that God had given the children of Israel. So thank you for those who that have commented. I really appreciate your support. And if you have any other questions, just step on over to my website, saltandlightarts.com. And you'll be able to send me comments or questions or things that you're interested in. I'd be happy to respond to you and help you with those things concerning infusing the arts and worship. Okay, well, let's continue with our Bible study uh, devotional right now. But before we get started, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this moment in time that we've gathered together just to study your word of the arts and you. Father God, illuminate our minds. Show us what you need us to show. Allow the listeners who are listening, Father God, to see that they have a place in the worship service and that you have ordained them to do amazing things, Father, to reach the hearts of men in a different language. And Father, we give you all the glory and honor in your son's precious name, Jesus. Amen. Well, okay. Well, We've got that in, and now let's move forward. This week, we're going to be looking at Exodus 25, verses 31 through 40. So I know we've given a little bit of time for you to jump and get your Bible. So I think we're ready. And so, um, as you know, as I've done in the past, I'm going to be inserting 
inspired by the Bible experience. It's an audio in case you're just now getting on and you can get it in different uh, books of the Bible, like the whole Old Testament or the entire New Testament. Or if you're just looking for a specific book, you can actually purchase them in the books that you need. This is something that's been published by Zondraman then. And so I use it. I use it for a lot of different things when I'm writing um, different productions. It's kind of nice to hear like a different voice that comes from, um, as they call it, the God voice. So I use uh, Inspired by the Bible Experience. And there's other things that you, if you know, you're thinking creatively of how can I actually use this? And so I love it. Um, It's very artistically done. There's over 200 actors that you probably will listen to and like, hey, I know, excuse me, who that is. So let's get started with this. And so we are going to prayerfully listen to Exodus chapter 25, verses 31 through 40. Make a lampstand of pure gold. Hammer out its base and shaft, and make its flower-like cups, buds and blossoms of one piece with them. Six branches are to extend from the sides of the lampstand, three on one side and three on the other. Three cups shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms are to be on one branch, three on the next branch, and the same for all six branches extending from the lampstand. And on the lampstand, there are to be four cups shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms. One bud shall be under the first pair of branches extending from the lampstand, a second bud under the second pair, and a third bud under the third pair. Six branches in all. The buds and branches shall all be of one piece with the lampstand, hammered out of pure gold. Then make it seven lamps, and set them up on it, so that they light the space in front of it. Its wick trimmers and trays are to be of pure gold. A talent of pure gold is to be used for the lampstand and all these accessories. See that you make them according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. You know, that was simply beautiful. I really love the depiction of God's artistic mind taking the buds and the flowers of an almond. And so just getting that visualization of this project that's going to be simply beautiful the description and hearing how they use the voices to kind of have you hone down and focus on what this piece, this reverent piece, was going to look like. This is the golden lampstand. And we call it the golden lampstand, but it's also known as the menorah in Hebrew. So lampstand, menorah, it's the same thing. We know that God's materials that we've talked about throughout this series is he's making it out of pure gold. It actually is going to weigh about 75 pounds. So you can see that that's going to be a nice size piece of what he's creating. And he's 
making the remnants of the tree that have a total of seven branches and they're going to have wicks so we've been kind of waiting for the materials list that God had given us in early on in this verses one through nine and we've heard about olive oil well looks like we're about to use it for the wicks so just really detailing this artistic project that is very intricate um, I was getting excited because I saw the blossoms. I saw how they, the cup should look from him describing it. And again, that's what the arts does. It speaks a language that gives you another way of looking and hearing from God. It's just simply amazing. And so we know that this particular light was to light the area where the priests were going to worship God um, with their offerings. So that's even amazing there. So um, this just this whole particular part of the menorah and the light, we know that Jesus became the light of the world. So when you're looking in the Old Testament and you're saying, okay, here's the menorah. We know that it's a sacred holy furnishing or art artifact that God has created. What's the connection to the Old Testament? Well, of course, the light of the world is Jesus Christ. That's the connection. That's the beautiful connection that here we had something that was out of pure gold, things that were materials to this earth. But in the Old New Testament, we have Jesus, who is the light of the world, and he shines in us. And so he shines through the artists that are creating these things. And we'll continue on with the, probably a, uh, another series of the history of the artisan and God, because in chapter 31 um, of Exodus, we see how God is going to fill the artisan with his spirit. That's pretty exciting. But we're going to come on back over to chapter 25, um, verses 31 through 40. And we're looking at God's plan for the golden lampstand or menorah. I think that that's just amazing. So um, we know that, you know, God has just basically decorated his area, artistically given things that he feels that are, are going to represent who he is so when you think about it you're wondering okay well where is this in the care of these things well yes there were instructions also in exodus um, if we go just a little bit further we see that god provides instructions for the use and the care of the golden lampstand or manure for aaron and his sons so we're going to take another peek um, and listen to Inspired by the Bible Experience to hear how God wants Aaron and his sons who were the priest of the tabernacle meeting how to care for these beautiful furnishings or artifacts. This is going to be found in Exodus 27 verses 20 through 21. Let's listen. Command the Israelites to bring you clear oil of pressed olives for the light, so that the lamps may be kept burning. In the tent of meeting outside the curtain that shields the Ark of the Covenant Law, Aaron and his sons 
are to keep the lamps burning before the Lord from evening till morning. This is to be a lasting ordinance among the Israelites for the generations to come. You know, this is all so amazing. You know, I think that everyone, whether you're an artist or you're not sure how God is calling you to use your gifts and talents, what I really like about this series is that if you did know, as they say, now you know, that God is an artist. Uh, he's very detailed and intricate, just like any artist that may start and say, oh, I'm going to paint this picture. Well, your art supplies is your canvas, maybe the different types of oils, whether it's watercolor or or um, or oils. Or if you're a dancer, what what's the materials that you're going to use? Not just the music, but what's your worship garment going to look like? What are those staccato moves that you want to make, whether it's jazz or worship or praise? What are those things that you are incorporating into your piece? You know, maybe you're a jewelry uh, designer and you're looking at special gems or jones or beads that you know will look good you still have your art supplies and through this whole series we've seen god put together an art supply list um he's giving you dimensions on what it should look like he's told you the different type of metals i mean there's all these intricate pieces. And I believe that God was establishing his presence of what he wants, how the artists are needed in the worship series. It starts you off knowing that you have a place at the table of worship and your ideas hopefully will now be incorporated to uh, different things, whether you're a graphic designer or whether you are a jewelry maker, or maybe you're a playwright, or maybe you're a choreographer or dancer, you have a place in the worship service. And so people may not see it like this because they haven't been exposed to this particular part of worship of worship in Exodus as God is building upon. And as you know, as the years go by and the children of Israel, David takes worship to a whole nother level, not just the furnishings, but how to worship God. Um, he starts employing all kinds of poetry and psalms and lyrics and, and creating instruments. So we do have a place at the table of worship. It's just knowing your history. And I know for me, having a historical basis gives me a stance and gives me a foundation for me to know I am there. I do. God gave me a special calling for the arts and I write plays and I write poetry and I'm a choreographer and I can see and put different pieces of clippings of whether it's music and maybe video, I can put them together. I edit that and I don't know where I know how to do it. I just know that these two things go together and I just spice them and put them together. But I know now that I have a place at the table and I know that those gifts and talents come from no other place but from Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And so if you're wondering where you are or what you need to do, please be encouraged that this podcast is for you. 
And I know I'm talking about bringing other different ideas that God has given me, but I, I felt that it was important that you get a foundation, you get a good foundation in the very Bible where people say well, your gifts and talents come from, you know that they come from God. And so here's your foundation. And so um, we're going to move on and um, I'm going to close out this particular series because um, I think that we've covered a, a lot of ground um, as, as far as where we come from and what our purpose is at the worship table. So again, um, feel free to send me some emails or shout outs or whatever at my website, saltandlightarts.com. Come on over, check me out. Again, there's other articles there that um, go into a little bit more detail than the podcast with different references. Um, And so I'm really excited about this. And so I'll be coming back. And I thank you for those that have sent your comments in and written me. Um, I'll be getting back with you really soon. But I thank you for this moment. And so that's all I have for today. Um, You can, again, hit me up at saltandlightarts.com. Until the next time, peace.